Hey, this is Tracy. And this is Angie. And we are just saying. What are we talking about today? Well, we are talking about vaccination for COVID specifically. There are many pros, many cons, and there are extreme weirdos on both sides. How true, how true. And I think I have ran into all of them. Yes. Um, personally, I feel like a country that is based on pro-choice and your body, your choice decisions, mm-hmm. either is or you're not. I, I mean, it, it can't just be about pregnancies. No. It is about so much more. I think that it has to be a personal choice you make. I mean, you have to look at your health and what you, uh, you know, what you want to do. Uh, you know, you have to look at your health issues, predisposing conditions. I mean, there's a lot that goes into making the decision to vax. Yes. And I am not necessarily pro or anti. Me right? neither. Right now, I don't feel like it's the right thing for me. Had COVID once. Um, for me, it wasn't a horrific experience. It was a mild flu. And, you know, I do know people that had horrific experiences with, you know, with COVID. So I can understand why you want to be vaccinated. But at the same time, I think that there's this pressure coming from society that you have to vaccinate or they villainize you. We have already taken a really, really slippery step by saying everyone Mm -hmm. in the military must vax. Right. Now, wait a minute. When you signed your military papers and you got on board to defend your country, um, where was the clause that says, and get anything introduced into your body that we think is better for you? Right. I mean, you know. I don't like it. You can't judge. You don't know what somebody's been through as far as their health experiences. And let's be honest with you. Uh, You know, we have to look at the data, but, you know, there's very little data about it now. We really don't know what the long-term effects will be from this vaccine. And I understand you can't let it be debilitating to, like, an entire ship of men who's going to be out to sea for a long time, Mm -hmm. while then make it their choice to either vax and be out to sea or not. Right. And I know that being a healthcare professional like I am, I have a lot of pressure to be vaccinated. Because I'm not vaccinated, I receive a constant barrage of texts saying I need to come in and be tested constantly. And I feel like, you know, that has to be my personal choice. They don't know what I've been through in my life. I mean, everyone's walk is a little bit different, but Mm -hmm. you and I both walked through New Orleans during Mardi Gras. Yeah. When the whole thing started. Exactly. And walked out scot-free, might I add. And, you know, and I know that's not everybody's experience. And I don't want to, you know, diminish someone's experience, but I just want to say that I feel that, you know, because I have health conditions, you know, I am a little concerned not only about being protected from COVID, but I am very concerned about what long-term effects that the vaccine might have. And let's just throw it on the table. We both suffer from fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is true. And if you have suffered from fibromyalgia, you know that that is a lot like post-COVID syndrome. So there is a fear that if you get this vaccine, that it might exacerbate your symptoms, make them worse. We don't know. We don't have the data. And if you have this, you know that this is 
fairly debilitating on its own. You oh, have yeah. to you have to perfect your regimen just to stay active and have some kind of normalcy in your life. Exactly. And the thought about that being diminished for me, right? When I don't when this vaccine hasn't even been out for a year is I just I'm not there. And they try to pressure you and, you know, like, well, you're protecting others. Well, I understand that. I, you know, I do want to protect other people, but I also want to have quality of life myself. And honestly, supposedly 70% of the population here in Ohio is vaccinated. If that's the case, then you shouldn't be picking it up and worrying about giving it to me and... I shouldn't have to worry about giving anything to you because you've been vaccinated. Right. I mean, the so, whole idea is to get, you know, a high percentage of the population vaccinated. I mean, to me, this is like cold and flu. You're never going to completely stomp it out. Look how many variations we have of flu. Exactly. And it's we're a already seeing it now with COVID. You know, we've it's got the Delta variant. What's next? Yes. You know, this is going to become like a like the cold virus. You know, and eventually we will develop immunity to it, herd immunity, when the majority of people are vaccinated or have had it. Right. And there has been one study at least, and I'm not going to quote who it was through because I don't remember this exact moment, but um, in their study they found that people that had had COVID themselves Mm -hmm. were less likely to pick up the new variant than people who had actually been vaccinated against COVID. And and that is true. Um, you know, my personal experience has been because of my job that there's a lot of uh, pressure to get vaccinated. And I, you know, I don't want to, you know, give someone something. I don't want to pass on, you know, COVID. But I also know that I've struggled with my fibromyalgia for 20 and years. And you're very careful. Yes. And I have struggled with my fibromyalgia for 20 years. Do I want to make my symptoms worse? We just don't have the data, you know, to tell me whether that's the case or not. My choice, my body. Right, exactly. I think it's a hugely, hugely slippery slope if we start telling people what they have to do with their body. In order to do, you know, normal daily activities like travel. You know, uh, also, you know, concerts, a I lot mean, of places require you to have a vaccine or to be masked. I mean, we didn't get this crazy with things when polio was rampant or even when smallpox was rampant. Right. And you want to talk about hugely deadly. And I am a very much a proponent so, of vaccines. I want to put that on the table. I am a proponent of smallpox vaccines. Yes. All these vaccines. But I do know Not that they have a longer period of being tested on the population. So I am concerned, and I think that, you know, I think everyone should be concerned. You know, uh, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, I want to see more to make extensive testing, and I want to know what long term results could possibly be. Right, exactly. I want like a five year study, and then, yeah. I'm and I'm not it. an anti-vaxxer. I mean, I have my daughter who is very much a pro-vaxxer. No, I've had all my other vaccines except right. um, I did not get chickenpox vaccine because, in fact, I had chickenpox. So. Right, which we, in our age group, we already had it by the oh, time and, and the whole measles and German measles thing, which I think they call rubella now, had both of those too. Right, right. So, um, so you know, 
I don't know. It's very hard to know what is the right thing to do. Um, you know, I know like with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, I had considered that. But my concern is, too, it can cause blood clots or Guillain-Barre. So those are things you have to look at. There are real possible adverse effects from those. Yes, yes. And the different heart arrhythmia problems that they've shown in different people. I know it's a younger crowd than I am right at this moment, but that's concerning. My children are in that age crowd. Exactly. My father is I'm like 80-some years old, them. and he got the vaccine, and it really debilitated him. For a long time there, he was exhausted. He didn't feel good. He said if he had the choice to make again, that he wouldn't take the vaccine. Right. So I have to process all this, all you know, it. in my decision. And now my mother... I really, she hasn't been vaccinated, but I wish she would get vaccinated. She's got a lot mm -hmm. more underlying health conditions. She's got a lot more frail. Right, right. Frailties about her person without yeah. getting into a lot. Her, I, for, for the risk, I would say, yeah. But exactly. But I will but tell my mother's you this in her much. 70s. A lot of healthcare workers are opting not to get the vaccine because they don't feel comfortable with it. They don't feel there's been enough long-term testing. And you testing. shouldn't lose your job because and of that your body. That choice. is where we're headed. That is exactly where we're headed. If you want to make sure they are gloved and some kind of masked up when they touch people, I get it. I get okay, it. Okay, so be yeah. it. I, I do. You know, I, I really feel like it's something that has to be a personal choice, and you have to factor in all of your health problems, uh, what you've been through. You know, it, all those things have to be taken into consideration before and I you heard decide. And hyper-vaxxer telling somebody, well, 70-some mm -hmm. thousand people without vaccinations died due to COVID, and only, mm -hmm. I, I think he said... If you're vaccinated, why are you worried about it? or something died that... Right. Had had the vaccine. Well, the point being, we have gotten a treatment that works well and that people respond to. So deaths are down, period. Yeah, I mean, and there are still the exceptions. You can't there's exaggerate the whole thing. Right. And there's people that do die. I mean, and this is a horrible And some states are kind of crazy illness. right now. Yes. As for the one we're in, it's, it's not. We're no. down to a dull roar and we're doing okay and as long as people aren't dying in by the thousands or in huge numbers i i don't see right what this issue is i, I just guess. people die from the flu people die from a million other different kind of viral matters every day yeah, and I know we need to take this, you know, seriously because it sure. can cause severe illness and death. It's it, it's a horrible, you know, plague up on the planet right now. But I just feel like, too, let's not start pointing fingers at each other or getting angry with each no. other because we've made a personal health choice. No. And I totally support the people that are getting vaccinated. You know what? Doing that, you're not only protecting yourself, but you're protecting others. So, you know, good for you. Go Hats you. off to you, yes. you know, for, for caring. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't want to minimize that. But at the same time, I also want to say that we can't be villainize the people that choose not to because they really are scared. They're, they're, they're afraid of the consequences of the vaccine, the long-term effects. So, you know, where do we go from here? How do we have a dialogue with and each other? And we can't other? let, you cannot let your government decide for no, you. No, it has to be a personal choice. What you do or what you don't do, because, I mean, let's face it, once they do that, 
Well, you can't do any mountain climbing. Yeah. Parachuting's out off the board. Exactly. I mean, there's there's a million things. They're going to say you have to have perfectly controlled sex. I mean, anything's on the table once you start rolling down that hill. You know, it's so funny that you said that because I recently read an article about sex that was talking about safe sex. And it was talking about that you should wear a mask when you have sex. And I thought to myself, my God, if we've come to that point where you have to wear a mask to have sex, you shouldn't be having sex with that person. Don't have sex with anybody that you feel you have to wear a mask with. Okay? That should be the, the you know. Oh, I don't know. That could be Red fun. flag. That could be, be the like, red yeah. flag right there. Okay, if you don't know them well enough and feel comfortable about, with them how enough. How about a Ronald McDonald mask? Yeah. Everybody down for sex with Ronald? I'm going to start wearing the plague mask like they had, <laughs> you know, years ago, the big horn. I'm going to start wearing that around because that's where we've got, that's what we've gotten to. That's where the panic is. Is that is that what's next? It, is the plague going to, you know, unfurl all about us? That's and, what I feel like. The government is screaming and crying and being like, oh my God, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of the world. No, it's not. No, it's not. No. What about bubonic plague? It, what it, about smallpox? What about polio? What about, we have been through this so many times, yes. you know, and there this is, is a This is not real, new. You know what yeah. the difference is? The internet, and God bless you because you're probably listening to me because you have because the, internet. Of the internet. But it's also making a lot of people panic about oh, things. Oh, and you know, honestly, even at the beginning of the whole COVID thing, I was—I I admit, I even panicked, panicked a little bit because every time I got online, it was some horrible, stark warning. I mean, it was really scary. You had some story about somebody that, you know, suffocated and died in their own secretions and, you know, that they had to, you know, vent. I mean, it was scary. And it is scary. It it still is scary. But we've got it somewhat under control. We figured out, you know, how to treat it. Now, that doesn't mean that every case is, you know, uh, salvageable. That every, you know, that there aren't deaths. No, but you could have a bad cold and succumb. Most definitely. And, you know, I got to ask you, Tracy, I, I really, you know, we talk about how we don't, you know, totally feel confident in the vaccine. Well... What about, you know, for kids? Because now we're starting with that. We're starting with the children. Now, I think that's a completely different matter. If you're going Mm -hmm. to give it to children, I think you need to have a minimum five-year study on effects that it could have, especially uh, with their reproductive organs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, even my Provax daughter does not want to get her child vaccinated, and her child is like seven years old, and she doesn't feel comfortable. I don't you know? I don't think there's enough information at all for no. a growing child or in my opinion at least not a small child. In my opinion even a teenager who's just beginning to go through a hormonal shift mm-hmm. if you don't know how it's going to react to a hormonal shift I honestly don't think you should be giving it to them yet. And I know they do say, you know, and one yes, can, mm-hmm. if they do perfect this stuff and they study it, everything looks kosher mm-hmm. and above board. Yeah, I'll get it, and I will probably ask my neighbor, hey, right, to get it. But right well, now, one concern it's too young, exactly, and too fast. Yeah, 
And, you know, my husband is very concerned about, you know, the whole idea of, of getting vaccinated because, of course, he, you know, he's not the most trustful person in the world. He kind of, you know, he's kind that of a conspiracy. Yeah, he's a conspiracy theorist. But, you know, I feel like, you know, I, you know, I know that they say, because he'll, he'll point to the fact that, well, you can still get COVID even after getting the vaccine. You know, which is true. Which is true. But then I read, you know, from the other angle, I'm going to play devil's advocate. They say that, yes, you can get COVID, but that it will be a milder case of COVID. Likely to yeah. be. Let's let's put that in perspective, too, and give him his props right. because likely why to get be it if it, you're going to get it in, right. He'll say, why get the vaccine if you're going to get it anyway? Now, then you have the people on the other side that say, well, yes, you'll get it, but more than likely it will be a milder case. So, you know, it's kind of hard. I mean, what do you believe? What do you... It is hard. It is. And it all boils down to I think people should have their personal choice to decide. I really do. I think you have to take all the information and assimilate it and figure out what you're going to do. Yes, and I don't think your government should tell you you have to have this or you have to have that. No, no. And, you know, and I I have felt pressure from both sides. I mean, I've had my husband tell me, well, if you get the vaccine and you feel sick, I don't want to hear about it. Okay. But then I also have, you know, the other side saying, look, you know, you need to be a responsible healthcare professional. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to be part of transmitting it to other people or whatever, and you should get this vaccine. So, you know, but then I also know that I can transmit it to other people even after I get the vaccine. And let's face it, um, airborne it becomes. We, We already know it's airborne. Yeah. That's why most hospitals change the ventilation. So as right. long as it's out there, it's airborne, y'all. It, 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 yeah. Me it, Worrying about me is probably the least of your worries. And let me tell you something. This is one thing I want to get on the table here. I was at the uh, pharmacy the other day, and I was in back of a woman who went up to the pharmacist and was talking to the pharmacist, and this lady was not wearing a mask, okay? She was not protected in any way. She said, my husband has a fever and a cough, and he's very sick, and what kind of uh, cough medicine should I get him? And as I'm standing there behind this woman, I'm thinking, you're not wearing a mask. You say your husband has a fever, that he has a cough, that he's sick. I mean, you're, you're ticking off all these boxes that say COVID, and yet you're walking into the pharmacy and not wearing a mask. That irked me. Because I thought to myself, lady, do you, you know, have any concern at all for for the people that you are around? Even if you're not showing symptoms yourself, you're around someone that I has had the that COVID is symptoms. One thing that we have learned at least a little I mean, bit, very minimal, as the majority of the population hopefully has peeled out of this whole debacle. I mean, is that's the problem? What I have always thought, if you are sick or are around someone stay that's the sick. fuck home or if you are around someone that's sick this stay lady home. knew that her husband had possible covid symptoms why and the employers fuck? who make your employees like grovel and shrink to call off mm-hmm. because they are sick 
Right. You remember this. And you why, remember all those in nineteen. You remember all this wiping down right. the walls and swirling off the tables and alcohol on every surface available. Remember that. And why the and fuck? And if they're sick, let them stay home. Why the and why the hell would you <laughs> go out we are to PG a pharmacy? Reason, right. Out in public. Okay, even if you aren't showing symptoms, why would you be around someone that's showing symptoms and then go out into the public without a mask? You're the problem. It's it's not and I've it's been not the, the general population. And no, it's not fun to cover somebody when they call you and are like, um, my kids are all sick. They you, have no, this, you this, need this, to take it this. seriously. You're like, yeah, no, don't come into work. Right. And I thought don't to myself I, I I'll tell you, you're the problem. The problem are it isn't the general population. The problem is that small percentage of the population that is exposed to the virus knows they're exposed to the virus and still goes out and without a mask. Stay home. Come on. Stay. I mean, what don't home. you care about the pregnant lady that's at the pharmacy at the same time you are or the lady with children or come on. I don't care if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. If you're sick, oh, stay home. And if you have been around, no someone, one wants COVID. No one wants right. the flu. And if you have, no one wants a severe cold. Right. Just stay home. And if you have been around someone that possibly has COVID symptoms, or the flu, or, or something, the flu, stay home. Stay at home. And you know what? Even if you can't say you can't stay at home, say you have to go out. Well, at the very minimum, wear a mask. But you don't. You're anymore. the reason. You don't no. have to go out anymore. You're right. You can order food. You can right. order medicine. You can order anything and have it delivered. But Do you, it. and you know who you are, are the reason that we have a pandemic. Yes. Because you're not smart enough or considerate enough to stay home when you know you've been around someone that has symptoms. When you know you're sick. Stay home. So, I mean, if we if we could, you know, just adhere to that basic, you know, principle... We wouldn't even have this problem. And not most of the flu. Exactly. Just stay, stay home. home. So I think we've pretty much covered don't, our feelings on this. Don't send your kid to school who is coughing and no. hacking and their nose is running down their face. Or if they've been around someone. Keep them home. If you've been around convenient. someone. All of it is a money loss. But guess what? Your health's worth more. And Just other stay home. And other people's health. Is worth more. Is worth more. Let's start Damn. showing consideration to each other. Okay, let's start caring about the human race. Okay, I think we've said what we had to say. With everything. With everything. If your kid and if is you, scratching their head, look for Nick. Right. If you don't agree with this us. This is why school outbreaks happen. Exactly. And if you don't agree with us, if you think that we're wrong, let us know. If you think we're full of shit, go ahead, speak your mind. Speak your mind. That's what we're about. What we is want it the all? feedback. Oh, God, what is that song? Speak your mind. And... Free your mind. Free your, your mind, mind. And the rest will follow. There you go. There you go. So, um, <laughs> and if you have any ideas of some things you want to talk about, hear us talk about, you know, some... Or sing uh, about. Yeah. We're down with that. Give us a call. Give us a call. Uh, drop us a line. All right, girl. Well, I think we have done what we set out to do yes yeah, stay tuned next time we're going to talk about the creepy and the improper Ooh, sounds good i'll be here head in all right peace peace this has been 
Tracy, just saying. Angie, just saying. Peace.